headquarters of Ramsey Solutions, broadcasting from the Pods Moving and Storage Studio, it's the Ramsey Show, where debt is dumb, cash is king, and the paid-off home mortgage has taken the place of the BMW as the status symbol of choice. We help people build wealth, do work that they actually love, and create real, amazing relationships. I'm Dave Ramsey, your host, Rachel Cruz, Ramsey personality, number one best-selling author. My daughter is my co-host today. Open phones at 888-825-5225. So, Rachel, your smiling face is overlooking Times Square. Digital billboards. Oh, I had no clue where you're going with that. <laughs> I was like, what is my smiling face doing? Yes, I. someone texted us a picture. Amazon Music so has a, a, a series of digital billboards across the side of two buildings it's massive uh in times square there's lots of huge digital billboards in times square and uh we're uh, have, have uh, working with amazon music to carry this podcast uh, now i think everyone carries the podcast that possibly carries a podcast that we know of anyway we appreciate them carrying it and um they were nice enough to feature the ramsey show with a picture of you and dr john deloney and me uh and uh you work too hard to be this broke and uh, lying on there and uh, so a little Times square advertisement for the ramsey show brought to you by the fine folks at amazon music and uh you, you can also find this show there so thank you guys for that pretty pretty cool it's awesome yeah one of our guys was up there doing something on the team and took pictures of the actual our video of the actual thing because it, it it stays up there like four seconds and then <laughs> totally. it, literally and then comes back yeah, around yeah. every 16 seconds or so yeah like four different panels they use on them uh, but in, in that environment, it's uh, it's pretty wild. Those the well, the size. amount of eyeballs too that that yeah. can see it, which is awesome. Of people that you know, you may not have reached unless you people hanging out in Times Square. So it's awesome. There you go. Ho- hope we can help. That's what we're here for. Open phones at triple eight eight two five five two two five. Raul is with us in Phoenix. Hey, Raul. Golly, I cannot push the right button today. There we go. Raul is with us. Hey, Raul. How are you? Good. How are you? Better than I deserve. What's up? Hey, thank you for taking my call, and thank you for all of you guys. What you do there it inspired me a lot, and I'm sure it inspired so many other listeners, too. Thank you. Very so nice. Quick, quick, quick background. I'm a 30 years old. I have a master's, and I graduated from the doctorate degree a couple months ago. Moved to Phoenix, Arizona because I find a job here. So my first question, my question is... Uh, my compensation for the first year is 180k, uh, and then from starting next year, it would be ranging between 20 to 50k uh, bonus on my base salary. So way to go, dude! You're killing it. Thank you. Uh, we graduated. I graduated from the debt free. So me and my wife worked throughout the school I did go, and paid off 180k of my school, and also paid off paid off our car 30k. So we are completely debt free now. Wow. And was just wondering, how do I start from here? How do I start investing, building wealth to to have the good retirement? Wow. It's a, What's your PhD it's in? Uh, pharmaceutical sciences. Oh, okay. Good for you. What are you doing for a living? Uh, uh, I'm, I would be a, a project manager in one of the big companies. So. Yeah, I thought so. Research, R&D, yeah. Okay. Man, well, I would take out a car loan and arbitrage, which is what I'm hearing. <laughs> I'm just kidding, Raul. I'm just kidding. That was from another segment. Uh, 
I'm a failure as a that's, father. That's the first thing I thought. Um, take out a car loan and invest in Airbnb. That's what I would do. No, really, though. Um, you guys have done a fantastic job. I mean, you really, you're definitely one of the, the success stories that you're because your income even rose, not your lifestyle, right? You guys did really well with the income you had to pay off your debt and to do the right things and to set you guys up so well because now you will be able, um, yeah, to invest greatly. So we do recommend uh, investing 15% of your income into retirement. And so things like your 401k or 403b, uh, Roth IRA, and keeping that steady investing for the long term, and that's your fifteen percent. And then, do you guys have kids? Yes, we. I have two year old. Okay, and so looking at college uh, for your three year old, and looking ahead and saying, okay, we want to save up uh, for their college, and with your income, that's gonna, yeah, you'll have definitely the margin to your be able wife, to do is that. Is your wife working outside the home, sir? No, not at the, not now. Okay, so you you'll be able to max that. you'll be able to max out your four hundred one k. I assume they offer a Roth four hundred one k in some match, correct? They offer four hundred one k up to seven percent. Really? Um, you mean a match yeah. up to seven percent? Yeah, match up to seven percent. Yeah, yes. but you can, you can put the max of your four hundred one k in there, twenty two thousand. Okay, and so you put right. all that in, and then you get all the match. Do it all in a Roth. 401k in good growth stock mutual funds. We spread it across four types, growth, growth and income, aggressive growth, and international. Fund your kid's college fund. Each of you can do backdoor Roths. You're going to make too much money to do a traditional, a regular Roth, but you can do what's called a backdoor Roth. Get with a SmartVestor Pro at uh, RamseySolutions.com that's in your area. They'll sit down and teach you how to start these basic investing things going. And that's your first step to investing. Uh, your next step is get the house paid off. And once that's paid off, then you can decide what the surplus you've got beyond those things. And you will have surplus because your income is going to continue to go up. You're obviously an unusually bright guy, very smart. And uh, um, so you're going to end up making amazing amounts of money and always be enjoying some of it, giving some of it, and investing some of it. Always enjoy it give it and invest it. And I would put percentages on that. I just gave you percentages on minimums to get started on your investing side, but make sure that your lifestyle is not ridiculously low. If you make $250,000 a year, it doesn't need to be, but make sure you're not consuming it all with your lifestyle and make sure you're not investing everything and having no generosity in your family. So we want to, we want to have all three things functioning. The people that we find that have high quality happiness, coefficients. We find happy, well-balanced, mentally healthy people with good relationships that are wealthy. And there's lots of them. There's, they're everywhere. But the people that we find that fall in those categories are always generous. They always have a reasonable level of enjoyment, not over-enjoying it, not hedonistic. Um, and, and they always are steadily investing. They're always doing those three categories. And you and I taught that just to teach your own kids and smart money, smart kids, you're first number one. Yeah. No, for sure. I mean, it's it's the basics of all three. And here's what's fascinating, too. You know, people really do think if I could just make more money, mm-hmm. 
everything will be okay, no. right? And and the habits that you have carry on with you. And and speaking of social media and Instagram, there's this account that she does these budgets. People submit their income and their budgets for the month, and she mm-hmm. and she shows them on the account. Anyways, long story short, this couple makes like three million a year. It's like 70, 80, 90 a, a, a month, and they spend it all. They have like twelve hundred dollars left over. It's like four thousand on clothes. They have a full time, all this stuff, and I'm like, oh my gosh. It's just crazy. You can still spend your way into stupidity regardless of your income. So those three <laughs> principles are so important. They're so important to Cong- give, save, and spend. Congress has proven that for years. <laughs> this is the Ramsey Show. ever notice when you commit to one change in one area of your life that you tend to make progress in other areas? We've met thousands of people on their journey to building wealth who accomplished other amazing things along the way, like they lost 50 pounds, they found a career that they loved, their income went up, they overcome stress and anxiety and depression. What seems impossible becomes possible when you have a smart plan and you turn up the focus and intensity on your goals. That's why we're bringing the smart conference to dallas texas saturday october 22nd smart conference is the one day event where you're going to hear from the top thought leaders and authors in every subject from marriage yep our friends uh dr or pastor craig groeschel and his wife amy will be with us to uh speak on marriage we'll be talking about mental health dr john deloney will be with us doing that we'll be talking about careers and getting the job and you love and passion and and in your work and man ken coleman will be talking about that our, our newest personality that's on stage this week this year is george camel and man is he a hot property people are loving george and everything he's saying he's gonna be talking about money rachel cruz to my right will be there best-selling author talking about money and i'll close up the day talking about your life and how we put it all together with a sense of intentionality and your spiritual walk yeah all about god so you're gonna love this it's called the smart conference it's all day long when you leave you will be smarter and it's a whole 35 dollars because the vip and platinum are all sold out so general admissions all there is again october 22nd in dallas texas it is the only live event we have for the fall that has any tickets left so if you want to come to Dallas, Texas, this is your place right now. Uh, RamseySolutions.com slash events to find out about all of our events, especially the Smart Conference on October the 22nd. Maria is with us. Maria is in Houston, Texas. Hi, Maria. How are you? Hi. It's a privilege to speak with you. You too. Um, I am de- uh, thank you. I am debating between selling my home and refinancing my home. I'm on baby step two. I recently got divorced. And so I have to give them uh, a third of the proceeds of the mm-hmm. sale. I have spoken to a real estate agent, um, actually one of your ELP referrals, um, and also a credit union. Um, and I have a daughter in high school. She's a senior. So selling my home would mean putting her through college debt-free. And I do have a place to go to with my sister. Uh, she recently widowed. So um, I do have a place. 
Um, and the reason for refinancing um, is because I don't plan to be with my sister long term. Mm-hmm. Um, so um, if if I go live with my sister, it would be just to save for a new home in the future. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if it makes sense to sell the home when I'm going to come back in two, five years to, to buy a new home. Yeah. What What do you owe on it? I only owe 15000 15000 so Oh, my. Yes. Yeah. And you owe and what what is it worth? 225. Okay. So you owe him like 65 or 70,000 bucks, huh? Correct. Correct. And what do you make? I make 66 a year. That's gross. How long were you married? Um, over 20 years, but it's, 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 it was a bad, you know, uh, it's a good thing that I got divorced. I understand. But there's a lot of, um, bad memories in this home. Um, yes. And at the same time, I do like the home. You do like the the home. It's it's a good, it's a good home. It's, I can see myself staying there. Mm -hmm. Um, I could also see myself in a new, in a new home. How how old Um, are you? I am 47. What do you do for a living? I am a legal assistant. Is the daughter you're, you're talking about, Maria, is she your only child? No, she's my youngest. I actually have three. Okay. Is he responsible for part of her college too? I have no communication with him, and I highly doubted that he would be able to um, participate. Okay. So even if he was supposed to, he couldn't because he's... he's he, correct. Yeah. He would not be able to. Because he, he's worthless. <laughs> yes. Yes. Okay. Sadly, it took me so long to figure this out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, honey. You've been through hell. Oh, bless your heart. It's, it's, here's I'm what I, here's what I would now. like you to do. Um, man, there's not a bad answer here. Okay, it's not bad to sell the home, move in with your sister, send your kid to college, and come back and buy later. That's not the end of the world. Uh, if you didn't like the house. Uh, I would do that in a heartbeat. You like the house, and even me challenging you with negative memories, you you could see yourself staying there. You only owe fifteen thousand, so at the end of the story, you only owe eighty five thousand or so, or eighty thousand to refinance. That's a very very low mortgage, especially when you make sixty five thousand dollars a year. Um, and I'm going to refinance it and keep it. Okay. Uh, that leaves the daughter in a, in a lurch for school, so we got to figure that out. Mm-hmm. Okay, so um, number one, she's going to select a school that's affordable because Correct. she's yes. um, her yes. mom's a single mom who doesn't have a lot of money. Okay, you're not sitting on two hundred thousand dollars to send her to school with, so she's going to select an affordable mm-hmm. in-state school. Um, She's going to be working while she's in school to pay for parts of things. Um, she needs to work on her grades. It's probably too late, but she needs to work on her grades and make sure she takes as many different things as she can take to get her grades up to help her get scholarships. Mm-hmm. And I want her to fill out 500 applications for scholarships. <laughs> That's not an exaggeration. Working on that. Not, a, not an exaggeration. <laughs> 500. 
because all she's got to do is get a few, and she can go to University of Hunts, uh, University of Houston. She can go. Uh, if I remember, uh, ATM has a you, you got an, you got one in in Houston, right? I got some Aggies sitting out here in the lobby. Yeah, so uh, there's a uh, uh, Aggies got their they got a branch there in in Houston. It's probably not called Aggies; they're probably called something else there. But um, yeah, so yeah, I uh, yeah we got to get her through school. But as far as the house goes, I would keep the house because you got a very very low mortgage. I don't know, Rachel. What are you hearing? Yeah, I mean, my question is, Maria, do you, um, you know, did you raise all three kids in this house? Like, is the house for space-wise, do you need, do you need all the space? Like, I don't know what, you know, what how big the house is for yeah. you and what it is and if you enjoy it and all that. Because, I mean, like, you know, another option would be to sell it. You know, obviously, you'll have money to help daughter go through school, which is great. Live with your sister for a while while you guys both have been through something really hard having someone there you know that's great and then finding something that is reasonable for you now that all your kids are you know you're an empty nester now um Mm -hmm. so that would be the only way to look at it on the other end of the coin is to say okay here could be a fresh start in that sense but um but i mean it's a great it's a great asset to have and like and like dave said your mortgage is going to be low and Mm -hmm. and there's a way to go to school debt free i don't want you to make a financial huge financial decision like a house decision based on four years of education for your daughter because exactly. she, because there's options exactly. for her because there's options for her um yeah. but yeah if you were like oh get me out of this house i don't like it i don't uh, yeah I, then that's one thing but yeah but if you're kind of okay with it and what it would do yeah if you had told me you had a two hundred thousand dollar mortgage i'd tell you sell it because you'd be you'd be rid of the problem and the and the, yeah. the stress of that. But a fifteen thousand dollar mortgage and you got to go get seventy or sixty five to take him out. Hey, I'm doing that. And by the way, do that at your local credit union. You don't need a mortgage mortgage. They're too expensive when it's small like that. Just go to your local credit union and tell them a couple things. Number one, you want no closing costs because there's you got a huge equity, so they don't need to charge closing costs. Number two, you want a fixed rate. You won't do it unless it's a fixed rate, and you won't do it unless it's no closing costs. Talk to credit unions until you find those two things, and um, you can get a better deal that way on this loan. A loan that size, a mortgage company, is not a bargain. It's a small loan for them, and they're going to stick you with a bunch of fees usually, so don't do that. Wow. I'm sorry you've been through this. I hear a lot of pain in this, but I'm glad you're there, and I'm glad you're free. This is The Ramsey Show. Rachel Cruz, Ramsey personality, is my co-host today in the lobby of Ramsey Solutions on the debt-free stage. Brian is with us. Hey, Brian, how are you? Doing doing fantastic. How about yourself? Better than I deserve, sir. Honored to have you. Where do you live? Oklahoma City. All right. Welcome to Nashville. Very Thank cool. You. Very cool. So, how much debt did you pay off? 47785 Very good. How long did that take? Uh, 24 months and one week. All right. Nice. Love it. And your range of income during that two years? So 45 and towards the end, it bumped up to about 60. And that's uh, my uh, what I was netting and 
between all of my sources of income. Side hustles. Yeah. All right, cool. What do you do for a living? I'm a systems analyst for a private company that supports the Air Force in Oklahoma City right now. And uh, I also do some DoorDash, and I started my own small business uh, within the last year. What was the uh, most lucrative, best-paying side hustle? Uh, Let's see. Lucrative, I would say, based on just not only the financial, but also the professional development would be the business that I started with in the last year. I would say with the encouragement of your platform, as well as just kind of hearing everyone on this very stage, it just gave me the the courage to even try something like that. Yeah. What was the business? Uh, So I own just a small IT company, kind of catering to one to 10 seats. So just residential Uh, small businesses just doing consulting and kind of your general computer repair and stuff like that that's awesome if you work from home and you discovered that it department is no longer there for you (laughs) enter brian (laughs) here is brian yeah good that's a great idea man i love it good for you that's fun very very cool okay what kind of debt was the forty-eight thousand? wow um uh <laughs> Sorry, it's very exciting to be here. Thank you uh, again Thank for you. having We're me. Honored and to have uh, you. so, a lot of it was credit card. Mm-hmm. I played the zero percent APR juggling game. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, I I thought I was a genius with money, even though I knew absolutely nothing. Uh, I also a uh, uh, little bit of uh, student loans, uh, so maybe about five to ten k tied to a couple of semesters, and then. Uh, Embarrassing to admit, but it's an honest part of my story. I was on social security disability for a short period of time and had uh, some overpayment that needed to be paid back. So that was taken care of. Uh, And I also, in my early 20s, got sued for not having the right insurance coverage. And Mm -hmm. uh, that was a fun mess that I decided uh, in good faith to clean up while going through this whole program. And that was basically the amount of debt that I had uh, two years ago. I've been in debt pretty much my whole life. So thank you again, you guys. Well, thank you. You did it. I'm proud of you. How's it feel to be free? Fantastic. Uh, you know, looking back to some of your videos, uh, talking about the leverage that people do and don't have over us when we're in that type of uh, predicament, uh, not being in that position anymore is really uh, liberating, to say the least. That We hear that all the time. And it, it is amazing when you're like, okay, oh, it's just a car payment. It's no big deal. And Toyota owns a part of your life month after month after month. I mean, there is something just to be said, whether it's MasterCard, your student loan, whatever, just to be completely free. So what happened then 24 months ago that you were like, okay. So my I've best my it. best friend who I've known for, I would say forever, it's been about 10, 12, 13 years. Uh, she's like a sister. Her family is my family essentially. And she's here in the studio uh, with us. Her name is Lori. She just kept gently bumping my head with the total money makeover. And she's always been the most uh, financially responsible person that I kind of knew of that was close to me. Gently hit you in the head with a book. <laughs> <laughs> Metaphorically. Uh, but it, it had the same effect. So I, I just, uh, I was tired. I've heard this term before. I was tired of having my pants down. You know, whether it was dating outside of my social class or it was uh, get, uh, getting exposed to job opportunities that were being pushed down because of all the pressure that was on my back because of not taking care of my own financial responsibility. It was, I just got tired of all of the doors being closed. And so I, I read the book. I uh, basically started looking through the class literature. I was too cheap to pay for every dollar. So I actually uh, realized that uh, there wasn't a prerequisite to become a coordinator. So I just dove in and taught it to myself and started spinning up some of those classes. Mm -hmm. And, um, 
I just, I went crazy. I was listening to your podcast every day doing uh, like Amazon shopping and a variety of other things. And uh, every single day I was making money and maybe three to six months into living actually in Massachusetts, I was living about 25 miles northeast of Boston. Uh, COVID, uh, the last individual that was on the stage, uh, it was very inspiring. Uh, I could relate to uh, COVID being an opportunity. When all of that stuff closed down and I was working remotely, I thought to myself, you know what? I love Massachusetts, but I'm not an owner. I don't own anything here. Uh, find some population density in a place I've never been before that cost a lot less. And I, I did a blind move to Oklahoma City and I wouldn't have been able to do that without you guys. Wow. Mm. So it just, it, it cut into that last little category that was becoming just a thorn in my side. And um you know, I've been I've been there ever since, and it's just it it's it's been life changing. Well, praise God, man, you're amazing. You've had I'm a lot of life of change, moving yeah, and you. everything. I mean, that's a lot. There's a lot of transformation going on with you. You're you're a neat guy. Well done, sir. Well done. Very very proud of you. Very proud of you. Good work. Wow. Okay, you've been a coordinator, mm-hmm. um, albeit for selfish reasons, but it's still a good coordinator. <laughs> that's how the best ones start, by the way. <laughs> And uh, uh, I can go through for free. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. That's a good, I get a lot of good ones that way. But uh, thank you for leading the classes. You've been a coordinator. You've been through it yourself. You've been gently bumped in the head with a book. Um, and you paid off $48,000 in 24 months in one week. You are by far an expert on getting out of debt in America today. What is the secret to getting out of debt? So it's not going to sound gentle, but there are two things. Uh, stop complaining and basically just... Uh, gain some clarity on who you're spending time with. Uh, responsibility uh, can and definitely will be somewhat contagious. And not that other people are responsible for your decisions, but b- basically just make sure that your goals align with the people that you surround yourself by. Those would be my biggest recommendations. And don't get me wrong, I complain every single day. So I'm in no place to judge other individuals that do it, but it does slow down the process of just opening that door, making a few extra bucks, and just pushing forward. Mm. Yeah, wow. Well, good for you, man. That's a great piece of advice, though, the attitude through it, right? Because the budget's a great tool. Like, There's a bunch of stuff that adds up in this process that helps people become debt-free. Yeah. But that overarching thread of just your attitude, of how you're looking at it, can either make the process somewhat bearable of like, we're going to do this, or the whole time it's just like, oh, I can't believe, I can't believe. And your whole life then becomes that. And so I I love that, that it's your attitude of saying, hey, yeah, it sucks. And yeah, I may complain every now and then because it's not fun. But what I tell myself and the thoughts that I have really do change your actions. So that's amazing. Yeah, I love that. It's your, it's your perspective. Discipline for discipline's sake, silly. But discipline to get to a greater good, it gives you the right perspective, the right attitude. So what are you going to do now, Brian? Now that you're debt-free, you have no payments. Let's see. I mean... I have about five to ten uh, years to make my first million. Aside from that, I don't really have any plans. Yeah. Awesome. Sounds like a good one. I'll go with that one. <laughs> good work. Hey, we got a copy of Baby Steps Millionaires for you to help you do that. How Ordinary People Built Extraordinary Wealth, How You Can Too. It's my latest number one. Uh, another membership to Financial Peace University. Uh, maybe you can find someone who's too cheap or unable to buy it, and you can give it away to somebody that needs the help. And we'll give you a copy of Total Money Makeover so you can bump someone in the head with it. That'll be great. And uh, I'm honored by that. Thank you, Lori. Well done. Well played. It's good to have friends like you. Yeah, good stuff, man. That's That's very, very good. Proud of you, brother. Very proud of you. you. Excellent job. Brian from Oklahoma City, 48,000 paid off in 24 months in one week, making 45 to 60. Count it down. Let's hear a debt-free scream. Three, two, one. I'm debt-free. Yeah. Yeah. 
it's done, boys and girls. So good. Last two Dead Free Scream singles. That's right. Same with him. Yes. Singles. I love it. Singles. I like it. I like it. I like it. Because it takes that extra level of perseverance when you're like, okay. I mean, yeah. When you when you haven't got anybody to gripe at you, but you don't have anybody to gripe at you. Yeah, that's right. That's I mean, right. it's you know, I mean, it's it's harder. So uh, very cool, very awesome. well done. It takes an extra level of backbone to do it mm-hmm. when you're single, I think. But people do it all the time, and uh, we see it. people Brian's from everywhere, all across America, every shape, size, and background, baby boy, baby boy, baby girl. This is how it works. Thanks for being with us, America. This is the Ramsey Show. Number one best-selling author, Ramsey Personality. My daughter is my co-host today. Your calls at 888-825-5225. Michelle is in Baltimore. Hi, Michelle. How are you? Hi, I'm fine. Good. How can we help? Uh, actually, I'm not fine. I'm debt-free, but I'm stressed out. I'm struggling. I have my emergency fund, and so I thought I was going to be excited and feel all of this peace instead of stress. I'm struggling to save 15% of my income in, in a Roth um, retirement fund plus tithe and try to save for anything, a house, a car, anything else. So I must be doing something wrong. I'm still doing a written budget, the same thing I did to get out of debt and save money, working a part-time job also. You mean you said save for a house or a car? Is that what you're saying? Yes, anything. By the time uh, okay. I tried to do 15% of my income, mm-hmm. plus ties, mm-hmm. you know, it's not much left over unless I'm, for the rest of my life, I guess, working a part-time job. Mm-hmm. What's your household income? And I thought it was a lot, 92. Mm-hmm. 92, is that what you said, Michelle? Yeah, 92,000. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I did the Smart Vesta Pro and I was all excited, and we did the 15%, and when my check came, I was like, whoa, <laughs> I can't pay the bills. What is your, uh, you, got a, you got a rental or a house payment? Are you a renter? Or how, oh. I'm, do, I'm doing renting, $1,500 in rent, okay. which is cheap for this area, mm-hmm. and I hope it stays that way. Mm-hmm. You getting a big tax yeah, refund every year? Unfortunately not. Um, are you paying a lot no. for health care insurance? I am. What are you paying? Um, I'm paying about, um, if this went up to about three per check, I also have two kids. Three what so, per check? Three, I'm sorry, three, 300. Uh, you get paid how check. often? Every two weeks. 600 a month is not bad. Okay. All right. Okay, so you got uh, eighteen thousand and uh, twelve thousand, and that's thirty thousand, 
and your taxes would be 15 probably. That's 45, at least 45. I don't know where all your money's going because your rent is $18,000 a year. 15% is $12,000 a year, $13,000 a year of your $90,000. Um, your health insurance so is not is out of control. Yeah, $1,500 no, is $18,000 a year. Right. BG, my electricity, one fifteen. Yeah. Uh, internet seventy five. Yeah. Tide would be seven sixty eight. Yeah. Food um, down to three hundred. Trying mm-hmm. to do that. Uh, cell phone, gas, mm-hmm. and that. Yeah. And so trying, you know, and that, and when I did the fifteen percent, and if I want to save to eventually buy a house, I'm not able to make that happen. Fifteen mm-hmm. percent would be just a little over a thousand dollars a month. Right, so it's about five out of each check, five something out of each check. Yeah, that's five right. thirty, I think. Five, it was five thirty out of each check. Yeah, that sounds right. And my car is a two thousand twelve. Um, mm-hmm. I'm cutting my own hair. <laughs> yeah, I mean you're 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 throwing about about a lot of emotional triggers, but I'm still not finding all your money. I'm cutting my own hair. I don't eat. I all this stuff, but um. All of that has to do with your emotional state. It doesn't have to do with the actual math. And the actual math, I still got room in. I still got about 3000 bucks a month laying around there, miscellaneous. I mean, you're using up some of it with basic stuff. I get that. Um, and I, I, I might have to sit down and do the whole budget to see it. But I, mm-hmm. right now, I don't, I, there's, I keep, what I usually do in these calls when I'm talking to someone in this situation, Michelle, is I'm looking for the offender. In mathematically, okay. what is what is offending? What's sucking up all the money so that Michelle has none and has worry instead? And I'm looking for that offender. It's not your rent. It's not out of control. It's not the fifteen percent. That's not out of control. It's not the uh, you know your water, your gas. That stuff's not out of control. You're not overspending on food. That's not out of control. I, I don't hear a th- anything in here that's like way over the top. Uh, your health care is not cost is not out of control. Um, you know, it's 600 bucks a month. Um, you know, in today's world, that's cheap with two kids. Uh, maybe it's daycare. Maybe your daycare is super expensive. Um, or maybe you got the kids in a private school. I don't know. Uh, but what I'm looking for here are, I just take $92,000, and I take taxes out, and I take 1500 a month out for rent, which is $18,000, and I take 13000 bucks out for the 15%, and when I start taking that out, I still got a lot of money left as I go along this, this line here, and I'm having trouble finding it. So, um, you know, I tell you, let's do this. Um, it sounds like that uh, uh, you're not going to fix this situation with cutting your own hair. That's not what this is about, or not eating you know, cutting your food budget down. That's not what this is about. You need to get to the root of where all this, where your money's going and get com- more comfortable with the balance of that. Now, you're not going to save 5000 bucks a month on, towards a house when you're putting in this situation. You don't have that kind of income. Um, and so you, you may put your 401k on, you may put your retirement on hold for a little while while you save for a house or save for a car. If you get in a pinch on something, that's stuff we teach called Baby Step 3B. Uh, but I, I, I'm going to put you on hold and we're going to give you a free coaching session with one of our financial coaches who can get into this in more detail than we can on a radio call. Cause this is not the format for me to, 
go any deeper into the numbers. Yeah, and I would want to know too, Michelle, you know, you're on baby step four, five, and six, which is amazing. Um, but where that extra margin of not having the debt, not focusing all your time on saving up an emergency fund. So where was all where all that money that was going to those things, where is it now? How much were you putting away a month towards your emergency fund yeah. through baby step three? Where is that going? And and I think it's a hard realization too. Um you know, that doesn't necessarily help you, Michelle, but I can empathize with just the fact that like life's expensive. And once well, you do it yeah, all, right, I mean, once you, got... you give, once you pay your rent, once you're funding retirement, oh, I mean- your tithe is 9,000 bucks. It, ta- yeah, it, it takes, it does chip away on what feels like, okay, 92 grand, like that, that's a great income. And then the reality of life though. I mean, there is a reality that when you do all of this stuff, it, it, it does- dwindle i mean it does dwindle and so um i would kind of figure out yeah what the what the big things in your life are which we didn't get to on this call but whether it is a, a child care situation or i don't know what it may be um but to kind of find that so that you're not stressed or that you can like really see the extra money and get some kind of traction but um but i agree that yeah that that is a defeating feeling uh when you feel like you should be feeling good yeah. you're not um yeah, raising two kids in Baltimore um, as a single mom on 92 is still no picnic even when you're debt-free. That's right, it's yeah. Fair, it's fair to say that. Yeah. It's not It's not like it's going to be a hot knife through butter and like suddenly you're going to feel like you hit the lotto or right. something and you got 20 million bucks because you don't. Um, that That's fair. But is it so defeating that you can't go win still over time? No, it's not. Yeah. It's not. And, um, you know, and, and I don't hear a single thing in here that so far – that I would jump on and go, oh, you got to stop that. That's that's what, there it is. That's the thing. And that's what I'm always looking for because there's usually something like that in there. Yeah. There's still a, you know, there's a big old car payment and you got rid of all your debt or there's something like that. There's something in there that's, that's causing hundreds of dollars, causing the log jam. And it's, um, it's not here. It, It may just be that, you know, inflation is catching up and is affecting her because she didn't have a lot of margin to start with. And, uh, but it, it, pro- it may be too, that you have to put your baby step four on hold to save towards a house if for two or three years. We talk about doing that in baby step three B and we're not mad at you for doing that. Um, I don't want you to use this as an excuse to never save for retirement. Yeah. I can't afford it. Yes, you can. You can afford it. It means you can't afford something else, but you can afford it. So, um, and I'll bet you, you had more than a thousand dollars a month in payments on the other stuff before you got rid of them. That's what I want to kind of figure out. Where was yeah. that money going? Where yeah. is that going now? I bet you did. I bet you did. And somehow you figured out a way to make that and to get rid of that debt. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a, it's a, it's doing a, great, it's a really good it's question. It's a journey. It's a journey. It's a really good question. And thanks for joining us. Hang on. We'll help you with a coach. Okay. This is the Ramsey Show. here we just launched a brand new audience survey for the ramsey show and we'd love your feedback you could be entered to win a 500 visa gift card no purchase necessary take the survey at ramseysolutions.com slash survey if you enjoy this podcast you should check out other great podcasts from the ramsey network like borrowed future not so fun fact America has a $1.6 trillion student loan crisis, and it's out of control. 
I'm George Camel, host of the Borrowed Future podcast, where we uncover the underbelly of the student loan industry and show you what you can do about it. It'll inspire you to see that it is possible to avoid student loans and graduate college debt-free. Listen to Borrowed Future wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey, it's James, producer of The Ramsey Show. This episode is over, but check the episode notes for links to products and services you heard about during this episode. Thanks for listening.